April, what, 11th? And seriously? Oh, goodness. So, I, I wasn't even gonna do a recording today because I wanna be off my phone today anyways, but I just had to do this because like, it, like, okay, so I started by just writing out stuff and I don't know, eight pages later, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> you know, cause it's like, oh, there's so much more to express. But I'm just like, I'm out of words, like on text and writing to express it all like accurately. And so I'm like, okay, here we go. Cause like, it just has to be expressed, right? It just has to be, you know, put into some kind of tangible form of existence and just move on, right? Like, cause that's what my whole deal is. It's like, I live a life where it's like, I'm done living this life where I have all this pretend image of who I am when there's actually something else going on inside um, and I'm done living this life where it's like I build everything up and then I volcano on people and like I'm just done all of that so here I am trying to live this life where it's like no I'm gonna live life and I'm just gonna keep going right like I'm gonna get back up again I'm gonna repent and I'm gonna keep going and so as I'm like living this kind of life it's like it's really interesting because parts of it are really like awesome revealing other parts are super terrifying and you know all in all it's good right like it's just good um so anyway started writing today i have this like inky thing going on on my hand and it was funny because like by the time i wanted to start talking in my personal history podcast here it's like um i kind of don't even know what i'm going to be talking about because really the first words that came to mind were like i just wanted to say i feel like a loser right <laughs> like, i just feel like this like failure, loser, like hypocrite person. And even as I say that, those words are so stinging, right? Like they're so stinging because years past, I've had so many past triggers with those words that were just always like so damning. So such an obstruction, such a like, like, like my feet in mud and I'm just like, I can't get out, you know, because I'm just like, I've just been labeled this thing um, and there's no way to get out of it. It's almost like being jinxed. That's how that word, um, that's what that word does to me. Or like triggers, that's kind of how I feel. I feel like I'm jinxed. And so suddenly I have to be mute because somebody else created this rule that I somehow wasn't a part of creating that rule. And then suddenly I'm jinxed and I need to follow some kind of like world, like perspective and pressure of what, what needs to happen now because somebody else said I was jinxed, right? <laughs> and so that's what I'm trying to let go. It's like, how about I just like, how about we make some new rules about Jinx now? Like, how about let's make these rules that like are actually empowering to people and actually like, you know, it's not actually being Jinx. It's like, how about let's call it self-soothing time? You know, how about let's call it like some self-orienting time or pampering time or like time to like self-express and be creative and create something beautiful time, you know, versus this, this time of feeling like, just like stopped in our tracks and then like disoriented and lost and whatever like how about let's like shift that energy into something that's like just so much more of what our purpose here is to do you know like i don't think that was on my checklist in heaven when i thought well i'm gonna go and get body and and i'm just gonna spend this many years being jinxed you know like and and think that that that's like what i wanted to get a body for right <laughs> like i'm really sure that i wanted to get a body so that i could learn how to dig right so i could dig tunnels and like have a great time finding the different powders that are within different like trunks that have rotted and like and so i could like find different treasures 
and feel like a treasure like person and like you know I'm sure that I wanted to receive a body so that I could just like go and like feel the wind on my face you know like I just love it like lovely song from that one movie that's like you know colors of the wind oh goodness like holy smokes that like pretty much describes how I feel when I'm in nature I just love that that like overwhelming invigorating feeling of being like I'm a part of something bigger than I can even imagine right like and that like my ancestors have prepared the way for me and like not just my ancestors but like my heavenly parents and it's just like this beautiful like realization like every time I smell fresh air every time I get to like touch the dirt every time I get to like interact with an animal right and so like those are the kinds of things that I'm like I'm quite sure that that's those are some of the reasons why I wanted to receive a body, right? And then, like, I'm quite sure that some of the other reasons I wanted to receive a body was, like, I, I want to enter into a space where I, it is a challenge, you know? Like, I'm sure there was a part of me that was open for the challenge in the same way that I am open to the challenge. Like, anytime I talk about my life with other people, like, my actual life, my actual real life with other people, I always hesitate because I don't want them to get the impression that they should be living the life that I'm living because I, I see quite clearly that the path that I have chosen is the road less traveled. You know, it's the rugged road. It's not like neatly paved. It's not like, you know, there's no map for the road that I'm on. It's literally just all pioneer trails. And like, and like I'm the one like making the wagon tracks in, in the grass for the first time, right? And so it's like, I'm not like advertising to people and be like, hey, come join the fun, right? Because it's like, clearly, you know, like I know the path that I'm on and I know that I'm choosing it for a reason. And I know that it's like, you know, for right now, it's going to look rugged. It's going to look terrible. It's just going to look like what it looks like compared to so many other paths, right? But like the truth of the matter is like, I really do believe that these roads that I'm taking to get to where I'm going are the roads that will take me to where I want to go, right? Like, in, it's like, it's, it's so easy to think that other people's roads will take me where I want to go because their roads always, almost always look so much more clean and pristine and so much more, you know, just so much more easy and like set up and so much more like, um, you know, like no brainer kind of roads, like just no brainer kind of roads. And like, but at the same time, it's like, I, I have such a deep sense of adventure and like a deep sense of like being open to find the unknown, you know, like that it's like, I just kind of feel bored with some of those ideas of like, just like the easy routes of things. Like I kind of really love gaining my own personal experience with things and not just taking other people's word for it. Like I actually love doing that. I love being a person to be like, yeah, these are what other people have said their experience was and this was my experience. I literally love my own opportunity to have my own experience with every single thing I could possibly have my own experience with. Like I really do. I really do love that mindset of seeing the world around me. So anyways, as I've been like mulling through all of these things, it's been really fascinating because like I just been feeling so, so deeply grateful because like yesterday I was able to have this great 
experience. And I say it's great because for days I was stressed. I was feeling heavy. I was feeling so bogged down by the burdens I was feeling from just life, right? From feeling like I'm, I'm, you know, be trying to be some kind of a good friend person to people, trying to somehow be like a good mom person to other people, trying to be like some kind of a self-caring person, some kind of a like teacher to other people of like different exercises that I know and like being some kind of a just like some kind of something, right? And so I was just feeling super burdened, super heavy and super just like totally bogged down. And you know, it took some time. I was like, you know, I'm just gonna spend extra amount of time away from my phone. That's one step that I can take because I recognize that that has become one of my triggers um, over time now where it's like, if I look at the phone or I think of the phone, like it's like I'm automatically connected with these things that I don't want to be connected with, right? Um, because they're just not actually helping with what I'm trying to focus on in that exact instance in my day. So then I'm like, yeah, that's a no-brainer. I'll just make sure I have less time on that device. That'll help. So I was doing some of that. And then I was also doing some, you know, having a date with my husband. That was helpful. Oh, goodness. That was so helpful. Because there's certain conversations I can have with my husband that I just can't have with anyone else. I can't have it with my podcast. I can't have it in prayers. I can't have it with children or friends or anyone. It may literally just only come out when I'm with my husband talking with him. And we're just sharing ourselves with one another. And it's just like this, we have this wonderful bond that way of like talking that we built somehow during our friendship and engagement and stuff that that's carried on. You know, where it's like, you know, every so often I'm in these circles of people and they, they say these things like, oh, hey, um, I would feel like, I would like be totally distraught if, you know, for example, my husband was disloyal and, and we were, we were just totally like, whatever, right? Like we just, I would be so offended or whatever, right? And like, I literally, in my mind, my heart of hearts, like, I know like, yes, of course that would be devastating, right? From like, uh intellectual kind of place right and at the same time like I don't know I feel like I have such a good friendship with my husband that it's like I kind of just expect all the worst of the worst all of the best of the best at any given moment according to his you know choice of whenever he invites whatever into his life and yes of course it would sadden me if he made certain choices whatever and at the same time like I have such a deep friendship with him that like really, if any kind of thing seeped into our lives, I, I would hope and pray that I would be that kind of person and be like, yeah, like, yes, that's ouchie, like, ow, and like, no biggie. Like, let's just pick each, other's up, pick each other up and let's just keep holding each other and let's just walk forward together, right? Because we're still walking on this path together. Like, we're just each other's like best friends. And I'm just so happy that we have that kind of level. Like, I feel that kind of level of attachment with him, and I feel like he does with me too. Like, like he's been so, so forgiving of me for so many years about so many things that I am just like such a basket case about, right? And I just feel so thankful that he's been so patient and so um, open to so many of my weaknesses that like, I'm sure to anyone else, they would only last as my friend for like five minutes, maybe an hour, maybe a day, right? Uh, but for sure, not like a whole week, right? Or like any more than that. But he's been this person in my life that's been like, no, he just takes all of me, you know? Like, and he did it from the beginning. 
deeply troubled because like, you know, I was struggling with that weight, as I was saying, I was struggling with the weight of feeling like, oh, like I just feel so burdened, like, and so like all of these feelings. And then, you know, I talked it through with my husband and I got to the level where I was like, okay, if I have my own answer about this, what I think is happening is like, I, I, I love, I love owning the responsibility of friendship. Like I just do. I feel like it's such an honor to be friends with anybody, you know, especially because, you know, I had a falling out with friends when I was a teenager. And ever since then, I just kind of had this prayer in my heart, like Heavenly Father, like what is friendship for? And so I got my answer. It was like friendship for me in my life, for my mission is like, I am friends with people that Heavenly Father wants me to be ministering to, right? Like that's, it's just, that's what it's, what's going on here, right? And so it's like, okay, thank you. So then we have this thing back and forth where he sends me people. He helps me notice exactly who he wants me to be friends with. And so I do. I go and do that. And and I've met the most loveliest people through that, you know? And, and, and I love that because I think there is a place in this world for people to be noticed, especially people that are maybe particularly homely, for example, because that was my a pattern for a while. It's like growing up, I mostly made friends with people that were like somewhat more of a style of like their face was a certain way or whatever. They, they were like visually appealing in their face, face or whatever, or there was something about them that was just like, really like inspiring or whatever. But ever since I had this prayer with Heavenly Father, it was like this thing of like, no, now's the time to just really hunker down and be friends with people that, not even just that other people might not be friends with, but friends with people that Heavenly Father knows needs me to be a friend with, right? So then I started making friends with these people, like different people that I wouldn't be automatically attracted to be like, oh, hey, I want to be friends with them. Like I wouldn't just utter those words, but it wasn't until like years of being friends with them that I'm like, oh, I love this person. I am so glad Heavenly Father match made us to be friends together, right? So I have those people in my life. And then, and then like beyond, right? Like it's been, ooh, like, 13 years or so since I made that commitment. And so now here I am, you know, I have different people in my life and like, I'm kind of getting to this point where I'm just like, oh my goodness, overload, like just overload, right? Like, I'm just like, I'm kind of like feeling like I need this like Noah's Ark experience to just like travel away and just be on this deserted island and just not, and just be this hermit, right? And be okay with that. And, and just like feel like it's, it's going to be okay, you know? And in one way it was liberating because it was like, you know what? People do this kind of thing all the time. And it, but it's just like a natural part of their life. Like, you know, like they move, pick up and go and they have to start a new circle of friends, this new circle of whatever. And, and that's just a natural part of life. So I'm like, well, so then why is it a bad thing for me to just like naturally carve that into my life? Right. And so that's been something I've been tinkering with. Be like, yeah, like that would be awesome. Like I could feel good about that. Right. And then it was just like, you know, we had such a nice little date. Like lately we've been loving these like love map kind of questions or open-ended questions from this box that we got. And it was just so sweet because one of the questions like from this course that we're taking, like marriage course, it's like, hey, ask each other just like open-ended type of questions, like get to know each other. Just like those questions that you would probably ask acquaintance type people, but you just like, or questions you would ask each other when you were dating or engaged or whatever that, that you just didn't know the answer to. So then I asked him like, oh, hey, so what would be a great day for you? Just like if you could go anywhere in the world and be anywhere instantly, where, where would you go and where would you be and who would you be with? 
So he just said it like that and I was so tenderly like impressed by his answer. You know, his answer was just so grounding and so um, revealing about who he is and what he enjoys and what he likes and really his heart of hearts desires. And it was just so tender. You know, I could just see that life that he described to me and I just felt so humble and so soft and I just thought, how did I get such a good man? You know, like how did I get such a man with such pure, lovely intents that are just so simple, so loving, and so full of warmth and like peace for the whole world, right? And it's not like it was this extravagant, like go and, you know, be this powerhouse, whatever person, but it was literally just like a simple life kind of a day. And I just, I just loved it so much. It was like, it just touched my heart to hear what his favorite day idea was, right? Because like for me, as I was like kind of calculating in my head, I'm like, oh, this is what I would be doing, right? I was like pretty much like changing different locations around the world, like every 10 minutes. I was like, okay, let's go here now. Let's go here. Let's go here. And then it was like, you know, uh, in my mind of minds, I was like, oh yeah, I'd be like visiting 20 different places all over the world, right? And then I'd probably like be with my husband, um, like for most of those experiences and other experiences I wasn't with my husband. I was probably with like different friends or like, you know, or different kids or, you know, or just like not with anybody I knew and just like, you know, have an experience with totally different people and just totally have this like human experience with other people that I had no idea even existed, but just like developing those bonds of attachment and love regardless, just because of a desire to want to, create those attachments and bonds, right? Like, and just be present with the, that opportunity to build that and to build communities. So anyways, it was just so sweet to just have those little instances together. And it's so funny that I'm talking about all this stuff because really, I was gonna talk about like how burdening all of these feelings were. And then thankfully, later on in the day, we got to this like amazing part of the day. Like it was in our marriage class and it was like, hey, Let's talk about um, when people, like, let's talk about how to complain in a healthy way kind of thing, right? And I was like, oh my goodness, this is so great. Because, yeah, like, that's what I, that's like a hard thing for me, right? It's like, I, there's so many confusing things that I had felt prior to this course, this, like, time that I had yesterday to be in this class to just learn this. And... You know, they were, a lot of them were just so skewed and so wrong. You know, I had grown up kind of thinking, oh yeah, like you do everything, like arguments are like the plague. You avoid them like the plague, right? You avoid every instance where you could possibly have an argument and you just avoid it, right? It's just not worth your time. It's not worth your energy. Like they're always going to turn into something that is just not productive, right? So then I was like, okay, well, if I'm raised that way, then it's probably true. And let's just carry on. Like, you know, the people that I'm with have some wisdom there. So might as well just go with it, right? So I went with it for a while, right? And then, you know, and I probably had some first instances where it was like, hey, I'm 12 or 13 and I'm in this class with an English teacher and he's huge on opinion. He's huge on disagreeing. He's huge on like opening up everybody's ideas to be like, hey, you can have your opinion and you can share it. When it's your time to talk, you get to share yours. And that was super liberating to me, you know, to the point where I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I really like this idea that people can have opinions, right? So I really liked that. And then... It, it melded into this place where, you know, yes, there was opinions, but, you know, over time, it just became a bad thing, right? Like, as a 12-year-old, 13-year-old, 14-year-old, like, it just became this thing where it was, like, very clear that, like, yes, it's okay to have opinions, 
And, you know, we were abusing our power, in our opinion. Like, because we had kind of developed this, like, bullying mentality over time that, oh, hey, I can say whatever I want to because it's my opinion, right? Because we had never really had anyone check and balance with us to say, hey, yes, it's important to speak truth. Yes, it's important to speak your truth. And, yes, it's also important to understand your time and your place and understand your role um, as, like, a person that can be humane, right? Like, can be um, understanding and not, like, belittle people or make other people feel vulnerable or embarrassed or whatever because of your opinion or whatever, right? Like, there's a time and place for all of those kinds of things. So nobody really explained that to us. So we just constantly were just totally on our little high tails, like, just making people's lives miserable because of our opinions, right? And about them and all of this kind of stuff. So that was bad. And then, you know, I got to a point where I was like, oh, hey, so here I am, you know, starting to learn about what, what needs to happen. And we just get to this point where it's like, like I get to this point where I start learning about, oh, wait a minute, this is what people are talking about. You know, I started meeting people that literally believed in being polite and kind and nice. And that was like the highest priority in their lives to do that when they interacted with people. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is kind of cool, right? So then I started like melding into that kind of culture. And so as I melded into that culture, yes, it was really good for me. It was really good because I was on the opposite end for a long time where I would just be so blunt, so harsh, so all of these feelings. And like, you know, like I would really just not be building. I would really be tearing down a lot of the time, like every time that I possibly could basically. And I was not really in a good place, right? So it was really healthy for me to meet these people that was like, oh, this is not even their focus. Like they're actually, the focus is like the opposite. So I was like, well, let's, let's dance with this for a little bit because clearly I need some help here. Like I could, I could use a little bit more softness. I could use a little bit more humbleness. Like I could use a little bit more like, just like mindfulness and caring and kindness and thoughtfulness. Like I could do that. Like that would be really amazing. So then I'm like, okay, well, I will. I will totally do that. And then so I'm like, okay, so that's what I'm doing. And then so as I started living that life, it got to this point where I was like, okay, so since I'm living this life, then now what, right? Because it's like, okay, so I'm living this life and it's awesome. Like, honestly, awesome, right? Like, it's the first time in my life where I really feel like I have good influence with the people around me like I feel like I'm actually one of those people that are like a nice person that that other people could be like oh well I want to spend time with that person because she's nice right like I like being with her kind of thing because like you know like not because I was trying to like please others and like and and become popular or something like that but I was just doing it out of like this actual desire like an inner desire to be like no I'm doing this because I actually believe in being a person in this world that does things this way because I feel like me do me living my life this way is going to make the world that I want to make right um and so I was and and that was just like where I was at then right and so I was doing that for a while and you know it's not until like maybe I don't know 16 years later let's say well no 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 like let's just keep talking about this so so then that was like what was my mentality 
And then it's like, yeah, like I was struggling a lot at that time. I still had a mom at home with a lot of mental health illness issues. So then it was like really hard to have any experiences talking with her at that time um, as a teenager because there was just so much confusion and so much miscommunication all the time that it was just always a flop every conversation. So that was really tricky to never had really like gotten to a point where we really could feel like we understood one another. Um, and then, you know, I would just have like light conversation stuff with all the other people in my life, like friends and people. And then it just got to a point where it was like, okay, well, here I am, um, getting this prompting to stay at home for a year instead of going abroad and studying on an island or whatever, right? And it was like, okay, well, I feel this prompting, so let's just do it. So I stayed at home, and the prompting was basically saying, like, get a better relationship with your parents. And that, to me, meant, like, take the time to have conversations with them. Take the time to be a listener. You know, take the time. If it's going to take three hours to be a listener every day, do it, right? It was just like, oh, really? Like, really? Oh, (laughs) you know? It was kind of unsettling. I was like, okay, like, I, I can. Like, I can be willing, right? So I was like, okay, I can do this. Like, it's possible. So if it's possible, then sweet. Let's do it. So did that for a year. And then it was like, you know, a little bit after that, I met my husband. And, and that just exploded in my, you know, conversations with somebody that I could just really be transparent with often, all the time, all of this kind of feeling. And then I don't know what happened over time, but it just kind of developed into this thing, like after being married and everything, where I just kind of developed this idea that like, oh, I can only talk with this person or any person if I have something good to say, you know, if I have something bad to say, or I have something negative or like unpleasing or like disruptive or disorienting or anything like that, I just don't have permission to say it. I just don't. I just kind of told myself that story for a while. Like, for a long while. Like, yeah, just a long while. You know, like, there's probably different instances that kind of embedded that deeply, whether it was, like, different people that I really loved at that time that I felt like were going through a hard time. So I was like, well, because they're they're already going through a hard time. Like, I don't think that they're ready to carry any more burden than the burden that they're already trying to bear of their own burdens, right? So I'm like, well, of course. Like, I'm not going to, like, lay out my stuff for them, Because that's just, like, doesn't make any sense. So I'm just going to, like, keep it in, right? And, like, try to process it with my own relationship with Heavenly Father and not have to open it up to other people. So, like, that's kind of the life that I lived for a while. And, like, thankfully at the time I also learned how to be a yoga teacher. So that started helping me process just emotions and things like that as well as other things I was doing at the time to help me process emotions. And... And then, you know, over time it just became this thing where it was like, you know... I would only ever really express myself maybe through music and singing, other times through just like ener- like exercise, other times like I had friends that I had made that I would just text because I was really fast at texting and like really sharing emotion pretty quickly through writing for some reason. Like I feel so blessed that I had learned enough words and enough vocabulary to be able to feel like I could articulate and express myself like exactly how I was feeling about things. So thankfully, like that, those kinds of things helped over time. Um, And yeah, so then it kind of trailed into here I am like in another little place in my life 
where you know I pick up and like we like in the 12 years almost 12 years that we've been married we were like moved every two years right every time we were having a baby we like moved another house and so like I always picked up and like made new friends every time and you know that's kind of the life that I've lived for a while just this pick up and leave pick up and go pick up and and make new friends kind of thing and that's just what I did for a while Lately, it's almost been like four, five years, like almost been five years since we've lived in this little place, this community that we're in right now. And I feel kind of overwhelmingly like, wow, like this is kind of nice. Like this is the longest, almost the longest we've lived anywhere. And I'm kind of like, oh, well, that's like really neat. Like this is really neat, right? And, and it's just like, I love being in this place in my, in my life where it's like, oh, well, I get to be in this space where one, I get to feel like full liberty to, you know, like interact with everything around me, right? Like, it's almost like I feel like I'm on vacation in a space that I want to live forever, right? <laughs> like some people go to a deserted island or like, you know, go and build a house in a different place, in a different continent, whatever. And that's like their vacation house, right? Like, I feel like I found my own little vacation house within my region that I live in and and I love it like I really love it because it's like the best little space it's like a place where I literally feel full potential and opportunity to do grassroots stuff anytime right and I do you know like I just do I know there's a lot of people around me that don't believe in that in themselves or in the their community but I actually do like I actually feel like it's within every person in this community to really openly embrace new ideas and all of these kinds of things because there's a really amazing community of people here of innovative people there's those people that are innovative open-minded and just like totally gung-ho and excited about new ideas and opportunities because like there's just some of those people here right and I know a lot of those kind of people And so I'm just so delighted to be in a community where I feel like my circle of people are like the innovators, the, the like idea people, the, the people that are just ready to create their mom's school situation, ready to create a mom's league for something and, and just ready to do the things that they want to do for their family, for their, you know, circle of people and, and that kind of thing. And just make their own community experiences, right? And not have to wait for somebody else to do it. So I feel so blessed to be amongst others of my people that are just like leader type minded people, right? Like that they're happy to help build a community and they're doing it in their own way, right? Like every day. And so I'm just so, I'm just so excited to feel like I'm in the midst of that, right? Like some people go to the city and, and feel like they're in the middle of so much busyness that way. But I feel like I get to come here And it's not like I feel like I'm in the middle of lots of busyness, but I feel like I'm in the middle of lots of slow life living, like in a great way, like slow cooking, slow gardening, slow family life, like those kinds of things. But in the most like nourishing kind of like saturated, full content, like every slow moment counts kind of, it's like a memory moment kind of experience kind of life you know instead of like being in the city and feeling like oh everything rushes by so fast that like I only have time for a journal entry like maybe once every month or once every two weeks because everything is so fast and fast paced that I never have a, a spare moment to even think about those things until like one month down the line two months down the line and maybe like once a year or something right when I can have a break 
to really like breathe and think about my life or whatever. But I just love, I love the full permission to just do it like daily, several times daily, right? Like I just, I just feel so um, smitten and so privileged and so honored that that's like the life I get to live. I'm like, sweet. I will take it for what it is right now and just love it, right? So here I am. As I was saying, I was feeling super burdened. And then I go to this class and they're talking about how to complain constructively kind of thing. And it was mind blowing. Like it just like riveted me because I was like, you're telling me that this is okay. Like, cause I think for the longest time, as I said, I didn't believe it. I was like, no, yeah. Like it's just not nice to like, you know, like say that you, you weren't satisfied with something. It's just not right. Like it's not okay. Right. And then over time, it's been so nice to like ponder about these thoughts and feelings of like how to do it in a constructive kind of way. That's like, you're not manipulating someone. You're not trying to make them feel bad. You're not like, you know, you're not just like taking your power and taking theirs and trying to shake them up and like, you know, being a bully kind of thing. Right. Cause those are the kind of words that I kind of associated with that kind of behavior. I was like, Oh, well, anyone that does that, they're just trying to be a bully or they're just manipulating others or they're just like totally being arrogant or totally being like, um, practicing unrighteous dominion, those kinds of things. That's kind of how I like the level in which I like understood that those kinds of behaviors of like communicating to others about things that you disagree with. And then, you know, over time, I was able to just like ponder and mull it over and be like, ooh, I kind of like it. Like I'm still gonna let it mull over because of course it's only been such a short amount of time, but I really like the, the basics, right? Like, cause the basics are basically saying, hey, when you notice that there's something that's a little off that may have had something to do with what somebody else did, you know, and that's influenced you in a certain way, it's okay to acknowledge it. It's okay to say, hey, I'm noticing that this and like A and B happened and then it was C, right? And so just like take note of it. Like don't, don't think that you just need to dismiss it right away and just ignore it, right? Like forgive and forget like immediately every single time, right? Like, like, of course there's moments to, to realize, okay, is this a hill I want to die on kind of thing, right? But, and at the same time, it's like, it's really important to start acknowledging every instance for me anyways, because I have been so avoidant in the past. It's actually really healthy for me to actually start realizing every moment that I'm being influenced by somebody else's choices, take stock and just like, just, just take the opportunity to be like, Hey, um, like start the process to be like, okay, this like just practice. And it doesn't have to be every single thing that comes up in the next 24 hours, but I can just at least take the next one that I can actually be like, Oh, that's one time I want to practice now. Like I want to practice this person did this and then this happened and then I'm feeling this. So just like take the opportunity to be like, Hey, you know, they, they shared an example saying like, Hey, um, so one person noticed like that they were upset because, um, they noticed there was a stain on their coffee table, whatever, um, like a circle round stain from like something that somebody else left. And so instead of just like ignoring, forgiving, forgetting, like immediately, we actually just approached the person and say, Hey, Hey, like, I think the phrase like to, to the script basically said something like, Hey, I noticed that, um, this cup was left here and then there's this ring around here. I need some help with, um, I need some help with that basically. Right. Like it was just like, that was like the simple version of that. Right. And I was like, Oh, well, like that's great. Right. Like that's really great. I just thought like, that is, that's 
like one basic version of how we can just approach this thing. One, you know, even to start, it's like non-confrontational. It's really just stating what we noticed and observed and just moving on, right? And like, that's like one basic version. And then like, and then there's other ways like that they just described like so many different levels of, you know, different things that upset people and like different ways to say different things in a way that is just like, you know, trying to focus on the thing that is bothering them more than just more than the person being like, like, and their character or whoever or their identity or whatever it is, right? Like, just focusing on like the actual whatever happened, like the instance, the tat, like whatever, right? And and make it as situational as possible, and then just move on and just talk about it. Uh, but, but just to know that I have permission to start that dialogue, that it's and also to like you know have some other things behind me to just give me that strength, right? Like because you know I've been learning about these like four horsemen. One, like basically four horsemen that really just predict divorce when a person engages with those things on a regular basis. One of them they talked about was like a harsh startup. So basically like speaking to another person in a way that basically automatically triggers them, right? And makes it so that they're constantly in this stress, fight or flight, anxiety, like adrenaline mode where they just can't, they can't even be themselves at all because they're, they're constantly in that stressed out state whenever we talk to them and that's what the hard startup is so so then this is like basically like teaching people one how to like they, they had both sides of it for this course class yesterday it was like one side was like how to interpret someone else's harsh startup so that we don't have to become triggered by it we can actually understand the underlying longing that they're actually trying to say even though their words are not appropriate or not really like accurately being articulating of what they're actually feeling like we can we can try and find that underlying longing right through their what they're saying and what they're trying to communicate right like just like a baby would right like they might scream and holler and holler and holler but until you say like oh you want some water and then they were like oh yeah that's what I was trying to say, right? Like, right? So it's kind of like that. So being that person for that other person, giving them the benefit of the doubt, right? So that was amazing to get trained in feeling like, hey, I am learning how to interpret someone else's harsh startup. That's fun. Like, that's empowering. That's like taking my power back. That's awesome. One, so that's great. Two, was then being able to know how to give someone else a soft startup, right? In a way that is like, you know, not, not um, forgetting our own needs and forgetting what we actually want and what we actually like and, and not forgetting ourselves and losing ourselves to the point where we just don't, we don't know where our, what our preferences are because we've just kind of pretended we don't have any preferences, right? And, and so I just really love all of this stuff right now that I'm like, yay, like I'm learning. I'm learning how to be this like person. That, that is not just humane to other people, but humane to myself and like learning how to interact in this like deep community kind of a way, like starting with my own relationships, like my own core relationships. And then, you know, getting to a point where I can like spread my wings out from there. But like just feeling this full permission to be like, yeah, we're here together. We're in a barge, we're in an ark, whatever we're at, like this is us. And like we can, we can do great things together, you know? For however many days we have of being this this core group together and doing it and loving it and you know like and hating at different moments but like but still getting back to this place of like what are we here for you know were we here to like 
you know, draw out this terrible experience? Or were we here to overcome different instances to make the impossible possible through Jesus Christ, right? It's like, yeah, let's, let's keep doing that.